0: And then, oh boy, he just takes it to town right there on the ground,
1: ladies. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Welcome to Shipwrecks, a podcast where we recommend and review erotic fan fiction. I'm Audrey, and with me here today are my friends Abby, Kylie, and Mira. In 2021, we reviewed the first 13 chapters of Rough Day, which is an extremely popular Star Wars Mandalorian slash reader insert fic by an author called Guardian Angel Cass. When last I checked, that story has 1.3 million hits on AO3. It is like the biggest
0: thing ever. Mm -hmm. It's so popular. It has become part of, like, Star Wars culture, like, in TikTok and, like, all of these fan fictions. Like, people know Guardian Angel cast now. I actually made friends with someone at work just by bringing up Pedro Pascal. And I was, like, messaged them on the side, like, you read fan fiction? I got a story for you.
2: (laughs) Was it new to them? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Spread the
0: word. Yeah. They got (laughs) back to me, like, two weeks later, and they were just, like, Bless you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. Um, so, since then, seven more chapters have been released. Today we're getting caught up um, only to the next, what is it, five? Don't make me do math. Next five chapters, which is a good stopping point for Rough Day Part Two The Roughening. So, um, <laughs> I want to give a little context back when we recorded the original episode Mira was kind of gonna have a baby soon so we knew she was gonna be out that was one of our last episodes without Kylie so we brought Kylie on to replace Mira and then it was really awkward to tell Mira not to come back so she did come back so I'm here
3: I'm just kidding
4: (laughs) (laughs) that's when we became not a trio but a Foursome.
3: Foursome, there we go. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. Yes. A quartet.
2: A quartet. There we go. So Kylie heard a lot of our crowing about the story and she went back and got caught up and now I would say she's Guardian Angel Cass's biggest fan and booster. So she's going to That's be true. introducing the story elements today. I would suggest though that you go back and listen to Rough Day Part One episode if you haven't yet. Especially if you've not actually read the story. But I will do a very brief story. summary. Yes, since it's been more than two years since the story blew up, in case you don't remember, this is a reader insert fix. So you, the reader, are hired by the Mandalorian to watch Baby Grogu while he does his bounty hunting thing. And then you end up fucking, and there's some God tears <laughs> smut that happens, and then you jet set around the galaxy and you fall in love.
1: And you fall in space.
2: Yeah. And then when chapter 13 comes to a close, it's you and Mando and Grogu, and you're a happy little family, and you're kind of flirting with the idea of marrying Mando. And that is where we left off last time. And now, Kylie, what happens?
0: Thank you for that beautiful summary, Audrey. Okay, so we last saw—I'm going to switch between, like, you and she when talking about this story, because it's really confusing sometimes, since it's a reader insert— but y'all kind of discussed in the last episode about this that it could just be like its own character. Um, so just a heads up on that. But
3: because I am not a sweet little thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, you are. Don't even tell me that.
3: You have but- a sweet soul, but you're
4: not not too little. Wink, wink.
0: Well, and I think it should. She doesn't
2: ever say that they're- the person is little. But she does say that, that Mando is bigger than
3: them, I at think, least taller. Than I think them. it's more like she's like youngish and like gentle and pure, sweet and, like yeah, sweet all that. And undamaged. at the beginning.
4: Well, well undamaged, by totally <laughs> undamaged, but <laughs> well, you haven't at least been murdered people. I feel like that's really the thing that separates all four of us from being completely damaged. It's just that we have yet to kill anyone. It's
0: true. You're number 1. Check you're you're the us. first who's losing that one.
4: Abby. Oh, I'm sure of it. i very
0: confident
4: I never doubted it.
0: So, I know this isn't related, but I have to tell my favorite story about Abby. Do oh, <laughs> so it. No. So, we're hanging out and we're talking and she <laughs> We're talking about people that we don't like and she's like, "No, I'm going to outlive all of those motherfuckers and when they die I'm going to turn them I'm going to compress them into diamonds and wear them around my neck and then when I die I will be launched into space. <laughs> and all the while I'm thinking like I just want to be composted. <laughs> Same. I got a lot of vengeful spirit. <laughs> it's
1: beautiful.
0: It's beautiful. It still makes me laugh.
4: <laughs> I was told once that I should—I w- I may be reincarnated as cat from Catherine the Great. This is mostly a joke, but it's mm-hmm. a long-running joke with my family. So.
1: The,
2: was Barth. this a was this a, like a medium that told you this like a fortune teller or how did you find out that, that, this? I think it was actually
4: an eccentric
0: green ant or some shit.
4: Honestly, but I see, that's a I don't good know question. question
0: okay, okay. <laughs> the last place that we see um yourself and Mando is on Hoth. He's a popsicle, so you thaw him. He's fine. But now you all need to go meet. Uh, grief carga at a cantina on Navarro to turn in the pucks and all of the bounties that you collected. So Din's like, hey man, can you just go meet with him and just like wait till I'm done or like do the exchange for me? That would be great. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so she goes and he's late. Like she's stressing. She just got off from like melting this man who almost died in her frozen arms and is just panicking. And so She is trying to negotiate with uh, Karga, whatever his name is, and is like, hey, man, like, can I just exchange the pucks? And he's like, no, you're not a guild member. Bummer, baby. And so (laughs) she's uh, like continuously panicking and then is like, fine, I'll join the guild. What do I need to do? I just want to get rid of these pucks and go find my man. So he makes her a guild member he gives her Din's pucks and also one puck for her which is a really shitty one and right after they exchange pucks Din walks in and she's just like oh fuck I fucked up oh my god oh my god and so she's thinking that Mando's gonna be pissed. They walk back to the crest and Mando's like, hey, did Karga fuck with you? Because I can go right back to the cantina. Like, it's just right there. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm just an idiot and, like, shares her feelings about him and, like, the stress of, like, how it is to see him go. And it's real mushy. Um, and that's when they have this, like, you know, just, like, cute me cute where they, like, she puts on his helmet and, like, things happen against a wall. Things. Things. anal
2: anal finally came.
0: So <laughs> Kylie wasn't here for this episode,
2: but um, the previous one, people in the comments of those goddamn original <laughs> chapters were just berating her into giving them anal, right? And so we <laughs> kind of how wondered. I do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every every chapter would be like this is the greatest thing I ever read. Anal, 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 anal. I want anal, right? It is very weird. Uh, I can't imagine what it would be like to be on the receiving end of that, but so when they were on... <laughs> People <laughs> scream at you for anal. You're <laughs> in the Anals. Anals. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to us. <laughs> um, so on the boo, they kind of flirted with it when Mando said, can I put my thumb in your butt? And it was very <laughs> awkward, but nothing more happened because they got interrupted. This was the final analing. This was the actual thing. It happened. And I don't know. In my opinion, you can kind of tell that she didn't really want to write that one. It's not... It's not one of the top tier sex scenes in my opinion, but that might just be me.
0: Also when he puts on the helmet, she's blocked off from sight, sound, and also making noise. Like apparently her screaming doesn't come out, it's just captured in the helmet. And that to me seems really invasive, like you can't hear anything and then all of a sudden you just have a thumb in your butt.
1: <laughs> <It's so funny>. <laughs> <laughs> just- I feel like
0: she did a
4: really great job with it, honestly, because where it is not my thing, I feel like she did her research to make sure that she really scratched the itch for people who it is. Like, I feel like it was taken seriously and given the, like, page space it needed, whereas I myself do not want to have zero senses other than a thumb up my butt, but everyone has their thing. (laughs) I think they did a really good job making it kind of make sense with the characters and it didn't feel out of place with the sexual escalation in the rest of the the writing like it's just been like a crescendo of like let's just fucking do it all let's get weird let's go but at the same time there's also a lot of emotional growth along with it so it's like something she hadn't done before and that's actually the part that bothers me about this is we yeah. had to slightly get into somewhere that someone else hasn't been as being special oh yeah i just read a story
0: that was like that like am i the Mm -hmm. only one that's seen you naked and like (sighs) get over yourself yeah (laughs) don't be so like up your own ass that you think you're that special yeah (laughs) I i just
3: times are kind of I don't know. They are special and romantic, but yeah, like the they can be special romantic. They but can they aren't be absolutely often, absolutely. You're right. I, but I, yeah, the whole possessive kind of nature of that is like, that it just like
4: up. made me slight, like because he already is kind of portrayed as being kind of possessive and like a weirdly consensual. I know that sounds weird when I say those words, possessive but consensual. But she's into it. He's yeah. into it. They possess each other at the same amount, but at the same time, they're still growing and they're still people. But that specific interaction to me just like made me a little, uh, that just one part of it.
2: Well, maybe we will live to see the day where she is the first one in his butt. And then, <gasps> and
4: then vengeance mm-hmm. is <laughs> her <laughs> Foreshadow, <laughs> 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 But I just, I don't know, just the idea of being someone's first or the idea of that mattering to like the importance of the moment, I think yeah. is irrelevant personally. Yeah. Uh, I feel like no matter how many people you've been with or who you've been with, that moment, as long as you're both into it, is fucking bomb. Get it? Like, <laughs> seriously. I
2: agree. Are you Good talking bad. about butt stuff specifically, Abby, or just? Well, I mean, together.
1: the coming together <laughs> okay. of whatever bits <laughs> make you happy, <laughs> whatever kind of
4: hand gestures are slapping together for those who cannot see me. Whatever kind of business you're into.
3: There's a lot of flipping. It's like two two
4: dead fish are kind of colliding. How much sex have you had? Because let me tell you, that's way too accurate of a description.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Where were we again? Well, we got (laughs) derailed by the angels. So we're on the quarry grind. (laughs) So we're
1: out.
0: (laughs) 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 We got railed or
2: derailed? Derailed by (laughs) the angels. (laughs) The most hilarious book I've ever read.
0: (laughs) Okay, continue. Sorry. Okay, so we're back on our quarry grind. We're getting the bad dudes. And now remember, there was a callback that we kept coming back to in the last episode that was, if you hit the target, I will marry you. And we finally find out that the reason he was so late um, back in Navarro was because he was getting this beautiful blaster made for her that's made out of Beskar from the armorer and she's like oh my god this is beautiful like this is amazing so she goes to shoot it and she actually hits a target for the first time but din goes to like lift his helmet off and she's like oh and she kind of like shies away which bitch are you kidding me
1: you waited all this time
4: i I would rip Uh that I'm like, Shit. show me the rest of the money.
2: And,
0: and she's very
2: similar. She's like, I don't want to hurt his feelings or make him feel rejected by refusing to look at him. But... I'm going to hurt his feelings and make him feel rejected by refusing to look at him for, because, no reason. Because the story well, needs to continue, which I want the story wee, to continue. Me, I me, but like,
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm going you on that. I'm sorry, but. Is that how you sound at the I, grocery I, store when wee, you try to pass someone? Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a lot meaner than that, trust me. <laughs> we,
4: we. Out of my way, I don't want to physically be here. It's a big deal, like, marrying someone forever and seeing their face and shit. It's not just marriage. It's, like, I learned about something freakish called a covenant marriage, which all y'all can Google that and have your own nightmares about how women are chattel. But there's a thing called that, but it's more serious.
2: Wait, okay. Covenant marriage, is that, like, like You can't get divorced unless
4: your priest says no and you were sold at 12 or some crap. Yeah, they have that stuff in Montana. But, like...
2: I just feel like they're already emotionally there. Like if they're, you know, like yeah, but I don't she's know.
4: like, doesn't never had people. She's like a stray cat. She's not used to family. She's untrusting. She doesn't want to go into something until she's super ready. But she
2: is trusting though. The thing is,
3: like, she does not have any. She does not me, trust herself. She doesn't
2: have any convincing reservations. I don't know. I I he takes so. his
3: oath seriously, and she doesn't want to like. I don't know, take it too lightly. She wants to make sure it's the right decision for him. And I think that's the main reason.
0: Yes. I'm over <laughs> here. Look now at us argue one. well.
3: <laughs> I don't know.
2: I feel like you let him in your butt. You get to see his face. Like
0: We're already married. I mean, Equal exchange. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: No, but that kind of leads into her finally saying to him, Hey, so now that I can shoot and kind of beat you up sometimes, can I come on the hunt with you when you go to get my assigned to Corey? So, very expectedly, he says no, and then asks, which I thought was really interesting, do you really want to come with me or do you just not want me to go? Ugh, so her Aww. little heart breaks. And in her mind, she's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I don't know, man. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> So she explains how she really just wants an adventure of her own, which I think ties into what Mira was saying. So a few days later, they arrive on this planet called Sanctuary 2. So that's a moon um, that's part of the New Republic, that, and they occupied it a few years ago. And this is where refugees come when they are displaced from the war. It's like a good, safe space. It looks really pretty. I don't know. I like to imagine it's what Earth looks like if people didn't fuck it up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So they get there and Din's like, all right, you want an adventure? I'll give it to you. And like starts collecting (laughs) a bag and he puts in like clothes. He puts in like a shit ton of credits. Like I'm imagining like a thousand dollars. Just like, here's a bunch of money. That's actually not a lot. It had to be more than that. I don't know what the currency of credits is, but yeah. Yeah, that's anyway. a good. I'll look up the exchange rate while you do your thing. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> okay, so he puts a current shit market ton of rate money in it. there. Yeah, <laughs> <current market laughs>
1: current
0: so you'll have your blasters, some credits, a communicator, and a day head start. And he's like, you're going to run from me, so show me how much you've learned, which is really impressive. Just like, all right, babe, fucking go at it, and I'm going to hunt you. Like, so But hot. you'll have a day. So hot, like okay. <laughs> okay daddy, yeah. I'll go run. Yeah, actually, I'll just be right behind this tree.
4: <laughs> so if you just want to take a quick little pit stop before, yeah. All right,
0: I
2: have to stop us. The credits are about a dollar forty four, in U.S. dollars. So one credit to a dollar. So it's basically like Canadian money. Mm. When you think of credits, do the translation to
0: Canadian money. (laughs) Okay, well then I correct. I'm thinking like $5,000. Okay. Anyway, so she gets the money. So for this chase, we do have a few rules, ladies. We can't shoot Mando. Um, We can't take any type of transportation besides walking can't turn the calm off it's really important you have to check in every night at midnight so super cute they can like talk at night and be like "Mm, i miss you Um, (laughs) (laughs) and she is confident like you were coming in and you're like you're not gonna be able to find me for five full days and he's like okay i'll find you tomorrow and she's like maybe not (laughs) (laughs) um and he also says to her like hey Use your knowledge. Use the things that I've taught you. Use my weaknesses against me. Like, I can't get caught by the Republic. Like, I'm a wanted man. Like, I do have a baby, so, like, I can't do anything too crazy. Just try to outsmart me. And so that is how the amazing adventure begins into the rest of this chaotic story. Um... And what I'm going to boop-boop
4: in on that is that I really appreciate him trying to be an advocate in this exact moment for her to like push through her own for lack of a better way moop it's like (laughs) hey you don't wanna
1: you don't wanna
4: maybe uh exploit someone you're so fucking nice but what if you're pushed against the wall what if there was someone bad chasing you you should think about these things use me as a safe example of that so you get these muscles like I think that was kind of a cool call out because it makes me feel like he's trying to help her succeed at this, even though it's hot if she doesn't. (laughs) You know, like it's supportive and it's like, go get it girl, queen, work hard. You have the shoulder pads, I'll raise the babies, do the dishes, do the laundry. It's like that energy, which all of us always are into. Let's not lie, anybody who has their shit together is hot. So.
0: It's true. Well, at this point, normally we would check in for, like, center relationship, but we already did that in the last episode. So I thought it'd be fun to maybe go around and find out everyone's favorite moments from, like, her travels. But before we get to the temple, which I'll get into after.
1: Hmm.
2: So there's a point where you get a hotel room and then you call him from this hotel room. Yes. And to yes. do a video call from the hotel room... And get yourself off to torture him. Oh, the baby's asleep, right? That is very convenient. Baby is asleep and we. I don't
3: think the out. baby is asleep. I think she has to broadcast it directly into his helmet, and he's yes. just oh, like, okay. You okay, bitch. I'm just saying. I knew the baby wasn't watching. I forgot.
2: No,
0: why the baby's not, not
3: watching. Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't also, know. Also, I thought she was Mando. holding the watch. Like she was like FaceTiming from the watch, and I was like, "Honey, how did you like get down there? <laughs> get down. Get are low. my arms not long enough?
4: <laughs> I know my arms are not long enough. So yeah, oh, let me no. tell you what that wouldn't work. Tiny, T-rex, little tiny T Rex
0: can't service herself. T Rex,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. not just not service, but like think about trying to get like a good camera. You want That's to do flattering,
0: I'm
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to do the best you can for yourself. Educate
0: I was like, how would I do this? <laughs> <laughs> i assume she like took it off and balanced it somewhere yeah yeah she did i went back and read it <laughs>
4: <laughs> but i appreciate the attention to detail like all of these things that make me question like oh well, how did she do that guardian angel cast thought about it i'm just gonna say smart she's a smart semen lady so i'm excited for whatever <laughs> educational thing she's doing best to- best
2: Yeah, I just it makes me sad since we last reviewed this, the book of Boba Fett came out and Uh, um, it's just she takes so much more care in this thing that she cannot make money from, like, legally. Yeah, putting together the story, it's never going to be taken seriously because it's fan fiction. It's never going to be taken seriously because it's erotica. And yet... She puts a lot more effort into being, like, coherent. There's callbacks from chapter to chapter. She's writing this as she goes along. She's not getting paid. Like, I just, it's It's so frustrating. It's amazing
4: to see someone with passion and talent do a thing that isn't even their mainline source of income that they're hoping to do and just give that many more shits about it. Or maybe that's the magic of not having corporate meddling. Who knows? We'll let the world be the judge.
2: I mean, specifically for... Book of Boba Fett is I mean that was dark. Dumb. Oh yeah, Deborah is so lazy. You can tell he's like he's he... phoning it in. Yeah, he's got a show where he eats food around the, with his friends and stuff. I forget what Ugh. it's called, but okay, guys. but they have an episode where he's like hanging out with Robert Rodriguez in Austin and uh, where his where Robert Rodriguez's production studio is where they made Book of Boba Fett and they're just like eating from the pizza oven and like shooting the shit and I'm like, "Oh, I can so tell." That you like, he said. Like, I think he even admitted to writing the script on the plane
1: oh my to book a Boba
2: Fett. It's just like you're not even trying anymore. You're oh just getting god. blasted with it's your like, friends. How
3: can you be? How can you be a company with like god tier money and just like shit out these things like i'm not saying that there wasn't any good in any of them and obviously the sad thing about like bad television bad movies is that even the worst thing took so much fucking effort from everyone so involved so many people yeah and like people did give good performances there was good set design there were good costumes like there was so much put into it like why can't you try harder to make mm. this a good story
4: and that's what breaks my heart is there's so many amazing creatives involved in this that it just gets wasted. It's such yes. a rich and beautiful world to just fetter it away. It's just disappointing. Yes,
3: I liked. I liked the Mando two point five part of Book of Boba. Fett. I agree. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that did get better, but but yeah, I just want to say, smart writing really does make this nice. Like the callbacks, the attention to detail. It's a great world to be in, and a lot of fan fiction is honestly. Revived many franchises for me yes. that are dead otherwise. On the
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Did anybody else have a favorite scene before we get? To uh,
4: that one? was absolutely
3: my favorite scene. Oh
0: yeah, yeah
4: I, will, I also would like more details. I guess I realized I jumped in too hard. Audrey, what about that scene? Did you like? We got distracted by the wristwatch. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, no. I just think I liked her taunting him, and him like loving it. You know,
4: step Omni mommy. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
4: You got all that
3: energy? It's fine. Own it. Come I like here, how I'm mad am? he gets about it. Like, here, um, let me see if I can find one of the quotes. Maybe you wanted me to know you're in an inn because you already found some place to hide that isn't one. And then he just, like, kind of goes off telling her, like, all of the clues that she's dropping and he's like you think you can outsmart me how long do you think you can keep running and like I oh, love this shit like he's like turned on and pissed and i don't know i just love that
0: yeah i love how then, competitive
3: they are <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: when yeah it's like comes, friendly he, like, competitive a tree and, like breaks <laughs> <twigs. laughs>
4: i have a story about a woman that once uprooted a tree that a actually happened tree? wasn't actually that small like a big boy tree <laughs> it was fairly large but like <laughs> like it was honestly quite large but like it was like at least a, a whole house like a whole house story tall
2: did she have a bell around her neck
4: <laughs> she was buff as hell and the most beautiful and feminine woman i've ever met in my life and i stand by that that being said i would never have been the motherfucker who did decide to cheat on her because that tree took a bruising so, remember this, fellow? Did fellas. she
2: do that because she got cheated
4: on? Yeah, she and I were out hanging out, and then she got a message, and someone admitted they cheated on her, and so she took Wait, her raid right down on a tree this? in the parking lot. Yeah, I watched her <gasps> uproot a tree in the parking lot. Holy shit. Oh, my I, God. She was a gangster.
0: Why don't you introduce yourself with that story? <laughs> <laughs> I am Abby. I've seen a woman <laughs> rip a tree out of the ground.
4: <laughs> I've, seen, I, I've been very blessed to be surrounded by a bunch of strong and amazing women in my time. So... She is one of many.
0: Okay, so we are walking through having our own adventure. We stop in a few different spaces. So this is um, the fourth day. And so she's been trying to get avoid getting caught and she finds this temple that houses refugees. So it's actually this religious orphanage. And sometimes they'll bring in um, single women who are displaced from their families. And the thing is, is when you go in, you have to be a virgin. And so (laughs) we all know that her fucking pants were on fire because she was a little liar, liar. (laughs) (laughs) And so she's at this orphanage filled with kids and creepy hooded dudes that guard the property. (laughs) Like you do. Like one does and her watch is about to die which is not great because if her watch dies then din's gonna like lose his shit and like jet back over and then she finds this like tech room full of old donated crap Um, and out of this garbage pile she finds a computer and um, is able to like actually somehow jimmy rig some wires and be able to plug in her watch so it can charge but when she does that she starts seeing like all this code go by and she's like hmm maybe I can fuck with the different operating commands and like, see what I can do if there's an advantage I can take. So she puts in a new code. We don't know what it is, but in order to sync it, the parent watch has to sync. So that means she's only able to sync her watch. So we're like, Oh fuck, is it going to like come through? What's going to happen? So we don't know. We'll see what happens so that night she finds a bell tower in this orphanage and she sneaks in to do their nightly check-in and that's where we actually see that mando is in the same hotel that you were in and he's getting his
3: dick out <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything
1: <laughs> yeah that one's
2: Sweet. good too um, like and this one. kind of I, it becomes clear in the night scenes from Mando's perspective that he could have caught her earlier and has chosen not to and I think him taking this time to taunt you in the hotel kind of uh, shows you that because he's so sweet and he really loves you and he doesn't want to crush your little spirit yeah
0: he does (laughs) there's one scene that describes him and Grogu sitting outside the orphanage just being like it's okay we'll find her tomorrow (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so cute. (laughs) Uh, So the next morning is the fifth and final day, and there's a festival in this populated city on Sanctuary 2. And she helps all the kids and herself make these cool costumes, and they're all these beautiful pastel fabrics, and they walk, like, miles and miles to get back into the city where everything is covered in flowers, and there's so many people, and it's a huge celebration. Um, in the town, and so while you're walking through this festival, you feel him. You're not sure from where, except for you can feel. He's his in your scare, ass again. You just <laughs> <laughs> walking by, and you're like, oh, what's that? Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so suddenly you see him walking towards you, and you're like, fuck, what am I gonna do? Do I stand here? Do I run? Um, But you decide to stay and just keep walking with all these children. And when he goes to grab your wrist, all of the kids start freaking out over this dude just grabbing onto you. And the Republic officers also see him too. And they're like, hmm, who's this dude? Uh, (laughs) And very sneakily of you, because you're just so smart, you use your finger to click the reset button on his watch. So that not only turns and restarts everything, which activates whatever code you put in but it also gets rid of your foot tracker thing so you can't see your footsteps anymore so now you're just completely in the clear which is impressive
4: i really appreciate that they make you the reader insert or whatever the love interest is even if you're deciding to separate that just make you smart like make you interesting like yes, why can't absolutely. more series be like love stories i wish were more often a story of equals because often the best love stories usually are people that are on the same level.
2: Yeah, like Pride and Prejudice and Rough Day. The two greatest <laughs> love stories that I can think of.
3: You don't have a supernatural ability that makes them not be able to read your mind or some bullshit.
0: Oh jeez. Oh. I love your absence Gross. of thoughts. Some really sick of thoughts. <laughs> all is well now and you enjoy the rest of the festival with all of these kids and these beautiful fireworks. And you finally start walking back to this orphanage and it takes forever. So you get to the temple a little after 11.30. Now keep in mind that the bet is only till midnight. So you got 30 minutes, dun dun dun. And you're (laughs) in that cafeteria with all of the kids and the other adults eating when you feel him again, the feeling of being stared at. She looks up to see a hooded dude just like all the other hooded dudes. And she's like, hmm, this one's a little shorter than the rest of them. (laughs) And you know it's him. You know. It's in your (laughs) gut. You feel it. Your heart starts pounding. You're like, fuck, I got to get out of here. So you slowly get up, and you're like, I'm just going to walk out of the cafeteria, (laughs) blah, 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 And as you're about to exit, the fucking hooded dude that you thought was Din just starts walking towards the door, too. So she walks out the door, and she starts booking it and she's like I gotta go I gotta find somewhere to hide I'm gonna go to the bell tower and of course he's hot on her heels he's coming for her so when they get to the bell tower they actually start fighting they start fist fighting and, and because Din has this hood on and he's trying to like blend in he doesn't actually have his helmet on so they are actually having a fist fight and like she's trying to punch him in the face she ends up like kicking him in the chest and he's just like Oh shit, well, guess what? The bells start like dingling or whatever, and she gets distracted. <laughs> I'm trying to be so fucking dingling, though. Dingling.
4: Chiming. Really? No. <laughs> dingling, though. I meant when I said Abby. <laughs> I want you to make every holiday song that has anything to do with bells and just ding, replace ding, it with ding, <laughs> ding, ding. Dingle, ding, ding,
1: ding. Ding, ding, ding. Dingling all the way. No way. Okay. i found my focus.
4: Okay,
0: so the bells start tinkling, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you get story. distracted and Din just, like, takes you down the ground. He's like, no, bitch. Like, that's it. You can't run from me anymore. And it's about to start. The, <laughs> I literally wrote down, <laughs> you're about to hear the 12 strokes of bing bongs. <laughs> going. But there's only one <laughs> bing bong that goes off. <laughs> and he, then he freezes and he's like, oh, it's 1 a.m. She... Beat me, she fucking beat me, and I guess I would assume in his brain he's like running back and he's like, oh fuck, I guess when you reset the watch you set it back an hour, like that's so smart, and then, oh boy, he just takes her to town right there on the ground, ladies,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right in there bong. in the middle of, <laughs> yeah. bing bong, am I right? <laughs> Okay, so they uh, have sex in this uh, religious orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> no
4: And you don't just not have sex. You give him the hottest, slickest welcome you could give him. You hear it in the whispered curse on his lips brush up under your ear the wet noises your loud body makes that get louder the longer you hold the moan in your throat and bury your
0: head in his shoulder it's so over the top here just (laughs) so over the top (laughs) it's just those squelching noises again yeah Yeah, again okay but here's the thing
2: i wonder remember she could not hear during the anal thing i feel like guardian angel cast has some kind of auditory thing going on and she's not into anal at all so she's like when the anal happens i don't want to hear the butt sounds there might be a tootie sound i don't
3: want to hear it it. confirms that She's not into anal at all, or is she just like? She no, want to this
1: be is all my. Like, she Cracks doesn't want is Your beauty. head cannon?
3: This is my. This is my
2: crackpot theory.
3: Okay. I <laughs> I not like, <laughs> Do we? Do we know all of her intimate feelings about the butt? <laughs> we have not interviewed her, but God, I would but, uh, love to. And I mean, also I feel like, like oh I, I know her
0: somewhat intimately, but you know, not really. Anyway, so you just got fucked on the floor. That's mm-hmm. super fun, and then comes, "I want to see your face. Marry me. I love you. Oh my god!" And then Din, so sweet and so simple, goes, "Did so good. Fought hard. Outsmarted me. Pretty fucking girl." <laughs>
1: big
0: spots, many emotions.
1: Yep.
0: Big man, big heart. Feel lots of things. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then after you're thoroughly fucked on the ground, uh, you jet back home and everything's great. And you return the razor crest. Oh, and, and the
2: hottest thing, though, you miss the hottest thing. He buys you a huge ass cup of coffee after you've had to go with that.
3: That is the days. hottest thing. You know, it is
4: really hot, and that is part of the lady boner. It's just like, there's like, Eroticism and then there's romance, and they come together to be yes. like something exciting and new. You're like, Yeah, I'm a naughty, naughty girl, but also I would like to be conscious and caffeinated. And you know that, and you remembered that, and you bought the bulk cup for me.
3: There's also the part where you find out that he had to knock out two of the monks to get the robe.
4: And, and then that, the motherfucker
3: gave it
0: back! He gets it back,
3: covered in your <laughs> juices.
0: Yeah. And he just leaves Grogu in the fucking nursery, and you come yeah. in, and all the children are just, like, throwing fits, and there's stuff floating.
3: Yeah, he's holding all the chocolate out of reach from the rest of the little kids.
0: Yeah, depending on the
2: timeline of when she wrote this, this is before we knew that Grogu likes blue macaroons best
0: because of One of my two. favorite gifts is him just throwing up blue goo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <Blah>. <laughs>
1: all
0: right. That's it, ladies. That's the story. There's Ooh. more, but that'll be in a part two. Great. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's a really good place to, to, wait, what?
0: Part three? What? What? Give me a uh, out of ten. What is your rating of the story?
2: Um, great. Quality did not fall off at all, but as the story has gone on, it's still... Got tier the sex scene in the bell tower is one of the best ones in the story um, there's a point where he she starts to say to him some very mandalorian like things i don't want anyone to know you the way i know you i want to marry you i want to see your face all this and he says to her some very normy things like i love you <laughs> and it's very <laughs> it's very intense i love it it's great my little point would be I'm emotionally immature and I don't understand why she doesn't look at his face even though she explains it and you guys seem to understand I don't I'm just like come on let's do this thing um so yeah that's it for me
0: Mira okie dokie um popcorn over
1: to you uh
3: my high point I don't I just I love the tension I love that there's like it's not really a real conflict but like they have this competition between each other and also i don't know you know that you really care about a fictional couple when they have a fight and your stomach just like drops like there's this moment um when she wants to come with him on the hunt and he's telling her no and he's like no your job is to stay here on the ship with the baby like you know your place kind of thing and he goes like too far and she's just like fuck okay i thought i thought we were more equal than that or like i don't know it's just it's kind of fucked up and like they kind of make up and they figure it out and stuff like that but i feel like it was really true to the characters and i feel you mean i don't know appropriate to me <laughs> yeah i feel like it was really appropriate <laughs> <laughs> where we are at in the story I feel like it was appropriate and yeah it just like really like when they feel pain you feel the pain with them I think and when you they feel pleasure you feel a little bit of that too um, oh. that's very good and yeah I don't know the sex also the <laughs> sex the sex is pretty good
4: it's not bad yeah we can see all
3: that then. sex and
2: Abby
4: I guess my high point is also the chase overall. I, I enjoy the fact that there was conflict and maybe a little bit of negative light shed on Mando's character a teensy bit there. And then he had a moment of self-reflection and was able to go, hey, maybe that was fucked up, but I need to put my money where my mouth is, I'm going to provide this opportunity for someone to grow, not because they're not my equal in other ways, but they have not had the opportunity to have the same life experiences I have here is all this stuff. And so he puts together this thing and is a little bit generous, like a mentor, but overall is still challenged and impressed. Like It's like, yes, we're together, but also I want the best for your career or your ambitions or whatever the fuck it is you want. And so he's like supporting her in that way. And I find that really heartening, but also fun to watch them spat in a fun, playful way as they fight if that makes sense. The competition, right, is, like, cute and sweet and playful. It's not shitty and, like, hiss, hiss Yeah. And so when they finally do come together, it makes the fucking, honestly, that much more hot and then emotionally hot. It's, like, all the layers. It's great, because you do want someone to have the physical attraction, which is very obvious they do, but the next level for shit getting weird is knowing that you're comfortable with someone. And I feel like this story more than any other fan fiction I have ever read has done an excellent, excellent job of portraying that progression in a relationship, socially, professional, like there's different levels of intimacy and I have never seen a story progress quite this way. It's very strange because obviously it's like Star Wars, it's its own thing, but the way it's gone from where it started to where it is now, I feel aligned. Like if you told me right now when I started reading the story that I'd be like, we're doing a couple thumbs on this, the, the Razor Crest. And, yeah, you know, I'd be like, oh, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I'm not against it. But at the same time, I, I wouldn't click yes right away. But I'm like, you know what? It's consensual and I'm down. And I just have never felt violated by this story as a woman. I just really feel <laughs> great. No, no, seriously. There's moments, like there's a couple moments where you get on edges and stuff where we get into kinks that I don't necessarily have.
3: Like being eaten out for five hours straight.
4: I mean, it's winding. I'm sure that's winding. I, I mean, girls drink your Jelly electrolytes, likes. live your best life. Yeah. Life on that, but there's it's there's that people have, and she's going into it. And so this is fan fiction. This isn't real life. So it's it, it's different, Wait, but at the same it's time, not...
0: it's, I mean, it's upsetting. what do you mean? <laughs>
4: what do you mean? But overall, I, I do Cowboy. feel like it
0: very. Seriously. You said in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I admit that my exposure to fan fiction is lower than some of all y'alls. I've not read as many long form ones. I've read some, but not as many as all y'all. So yeah,
0: there's some beautiful ones out there. I sent one to Audrey. I know you haven't read it, and it's okay. <laughs> it's because my dirty, my dirty computer was down. My dirty computer's back up. No, it's it. okay. It's totally okay. It's such a great story. It's between Din and Luke, and the universe Ugh. expands so... I'll send it to you guys. Is it the what? one? Wait, it by the same it's author? It's not the one that we already read? No, it's not one you've already read. Whoa. It's like a super long one.
4: Yeah. I mean... Okay, Maybe we I'll just need to it break out. it. If it, if, it's if really you have read it and I, think it's worth enough, it's then we should just break it into chapters and like yeah. break it into like three
0: epi- three chapters, or five chapters, Let's whatever chunks. Because it has Night it. Sister magic in it. Oh Ooh. yes, she good. She's spicy. Get but, that in the chat. Yeah. Okay, I will. But that's one of my high points is like being able to expand this world. Um, so obviously, yes. the Star Wars universe is my favorite. Um, so I'm like a huge like Hungry Hippo anytime I see Star Wars content I'm just like (laughs) (laughs) but she uh Guardian Angel cast made this super cool character and I thought the way that she made the chase was super cool so there's um so Din can like track you based on like your footsteps and like and so she keeps changing shoes as she goes through her journeys in, like, order to, like, throw him off. And so there's one point where she's walking through a forest and she's, like, I have to get rid of my footprints. Like, how do I do this? And she looks up and there's a bunch of trees with intertwining branches and twigs. And so she's able to actually hop up and, like, walk, like, so many miles on top of these trees and then drops down into a riverbank and is able to, like, walk along the water in order to, like, get rid of her footprints. Like that's so smart yeah like yeah. And it was just like really cute and well done and then at one point she's trying to cross a river on this branch and didn't calls and she's like on the phone while also dangling over a river and she's like <laughs> i don't think i can swim <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that the
4: attention to detail is phenomenal yes